You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, the show's about to start. I just need to ask you a massive favor. Please go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans and hit that follow button. It would be tremendous. Does Christian know I'm doing an ad before the show starts? Absolutely not. Is he going to be upset about it? Oh, yeah. But he won't be upset if he sees a bunch of followers on our Twitch account. So just go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans and hit that follow button. And I'm going to start playing the show now. And I bet you right when the show starts is when Christian texts me. What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copenhagen. You might not know who I am, but you've got nothing better to do. So watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link, do That'll something. Do. That'll Perfect. do. Yeah, baby! Fourth of July. <laughs> America, let's go. Uh, <laughs> America, LFG. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, a, an audio exclusive non-television episode of the Cooligans podcast. That's right. We ain't breaking for no commercials, my G. <laughs> okay. Straight through. We ain't stopping for nobody. Okay. I don't care. How many plumbing companies want to advertise? Huh? That's right. <laughs> I don't care what that pill could do for my sex life. <laughs> we ain't want to hear about it right now. Okay. I'm, I promise you I will stay flaccid throughout this whole thing. <laughs> I, I can't promise that. But nonetheless, thank you, Christian, for being the one to really, really care about this whole thing. Okay. I just, <laughs> I'm just making it very clear. My genitals don't work. <laughs> They've been kicked too many times because that's what I'm into. Why are you judging me? <laughs> you can clearly see that there's no directors or producers in our ear. If this is already where we've gotten. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that has ever existed. As you can yes, see sir. from the beginning of the show. I and it also happens to be the most flash. I mean, the gulliest. <laughs> okay, no, nobody out here is more flash than we are. <laughs> Not <laughs> son. We practically got eighties up in this joint. <laughs> all right, and I'm just quoting my doctor. All right, <laughs> supposedly it's normal. <laughs> you know what? And I appreciate him for making me feel better about it. <laughs> holding back the laughter until I close the door, but. Not long enough for me to walk away and not hear it. Okay, you know but that's. But I, you know, it's, it's part of the Hippocratic oath. I think <laughs> they got Hippolos laws they gotta follow. Even though I heard him texting, and the lady at the front was like, "Oh, it's you." I mean, <laughs> well, uh, strong start. <laughs> what a what a movie we just wrote. <laughs> uh, but we are excited about uh, today's show. It is there. There's no guest today. We're just go- doing a deep dive uh, into uh, Major League Soccer and WSL. We're going to just kind of focus on, you know, we, we often on the television show, we are, we're limited with time. So we don't get to really uh, uh, talk about a lot of uh, subjects and things are going we on. Also, because we have all these stupid guests. We have all these like celebrities <laughs> and important people. All these damn superstars coming through. They're Ugh. like, <laughs> you know, taking up 
taking up our time. Uh, That's not what the Cooligans is about. It's <laughs> about making dick jokes. <laughs> really, the, the guests get in the way of the dick jokes, right? Uh, and <laughs> so many times I've been trying to tell people we need to get rid of these guests. Uh, okay, so yeah, we're gonna uh, focus on a lot of things that uh, look the MLS season, the NWSL season. Uh, both have been uh, uh, you know pretty wild uh, these these last couple weeks. So let's. Uh, I mean, where? Okay, let's start with some of the, the the bigger stories. Let's just start by saying there's no Euros today. Mm-hmm. There's no Copa. There's, uh, you know, there is Copa America. Copa America. Oh, there is? Yes, yes. This is, I um, thought I was going to get a break. I was going to say there's no NBA finals. <laughs> this, Everybody relax. Right. Today, <laughs> you know, but nope. As, yeah, as when we're recording this, Brazil's playing uh, Peru later tonight. So that's the only big, you know, match outside of... If you're paying attention to, uh, you know, China Super League Group B, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but that, I'm, no fault if that Which is- brings me to our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in China Group B? <laughs> uh, so let's start with some of the big stories uh, in recent in uh, recently in Major League Soccer. Obviously, let's start with Toronto. Uh, Chris Armas relieved of his duties out in uh, out in really Orlando, which is where they're playing, or Tampa. Right. Tampa My guy didn't even get to go to Canada. <laughs> How you work for Toronto <laughs> FC and not even get to go to Canada? They didn't even let him in. They didn't. He couldn't even visit. Couldn't even. Nah. See, he couldn't even see his office. That's how he's. That. He's Puerto Rican and Cuban, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know what? You're getting a you're getting a job in Toronto, but yeah, I bet you feel more comfortable <laughs> in Orlando, you know. And then they were like, you know what? Why don't you just stay here because uh, you ain't coming back to Canada with us. So uh, relieved, fired, uh, sacked, whatever you want to, whatever they say in Canada. Um, yeah, of uh, you what's know, the what's the Dominican for getting fired? Pafuera, pafuera. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got fired, but it was lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely. I they did a light show. There was confetti. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. that bad. Hookah, there was hookah there. <laughs> are you why are you bringing in these strobe lights to this meeting? <laughs> oh, Zuna's here. <laughs> Man, you blew him in and everything. Not even the Zoom call. This is pretty Damn. impressive. <laughs> so uh, he has let go after 11 matches. So um, he, look, rightfully so, by the way, they are in the last of last place. <laughs> yeah, they are not doing well. They are also um, Josie is like holding out. Yeah, he it, says, "Nah, fam, it's either me or him for 11 games." Yeah, and uh, well, I guess we knew we found out who was right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Josie Altador, that that's been a, a couple weeks ago. Josie Altador has just been left off the team. They uh, they saying he's training on his own. That wants nothing. I don't know. People are. They, I, I assume they're trying to move him right now. I think now that Armas is gone, maybe Josie comes back. Yeah, I feel like this is Josie comes back now. Yeah. Well, so we'll see. Uh, how- it was a like I can't do this with this guy. Yeah. And I, but I so can't, he goes to train on his I own. I can't understand exactly, you know, from all accounts, everybody, uh, not not to say that Chris Armis is a mastermind at at the game, but from from even at his time at, at Red Bull, uh, people speak highly of him. They nobody is like saying he's. I like, think they speak highly of him as an assistant, not as a head coach. Maybe, maybe, but this is uh, uh, for it to only last eleven games. Um, says a lot about uh, this. I think there's a lot of factors. I think the fact that Toronto hasn't been able to play any home matches um, in, in, in Toronto. About two years. Yeah. So it, it is not an easy job to begin with. 
But then you also think about Vancouver and Montreal. And la- I would say last year, I think, that, you know, it was really bad, especially for Montreal. It's still kind of bad for uh, Vancouver. They're, they're not um, uh, dominating by any means. They're in last place in the Western Conference. Um, but... Better record than Toronto. But but Montreal kind of adapted and kind of figured it out. They're in eighth place right now. Uh, they're just below the playoff line. But they have looked pretty good. I mean, they have 16 points and they're tied with sixth and seventh uh, place. You know, one more win and they're in th- third, hypothetically, right? Yeah. So uh, Toronto definitely has an excuse of why they've been so bad, but... They there there's clearly more things wrong with whatever. Not with this roster. I mean, Vancouver's roster is wildly different. Yeah, from Toronto's roster, they don't have this excuse. Toronto, yeah, Toronto. I believe Toronto. I, I think they have the highest payroll in the league. But who are they paying? They're paying older players like Josie. Michael Bradley. Uh, highest payroll on paper, uh, Miami. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you, Miami. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry. We ain't got no pens in this office. We can't, we can't write <laughs> any of these, things, these numbers down. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why you want to check my Venmo for, Garber? <laughs> Have you ser- you've seen me? Because of everything going on, they, they changed the, the privacy policy at, at Venmo, and now you can't see um, other people's friends. Remember, you, could, you were able to track down whose Venmo account was whose based on who you were friends with because you couldn't make the, your friends list private. This is how like a lot of uh, uh, politicians got caught funneling money around. I, uh, so, <laughs> so just a little, just so people know what was going on. You can, now you can do so. So Senator, you are friends with sweet princess 69. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm. <laughs> and you've sent this person how much? <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, yes. Um, so yeah, the, uh, I don't know why I brought up the whole thing anyway, but Toronto, uh, Armis is gone. They, they kept the, the, the rest of the coaching staff. Only Armis, uh, has left. There is uh, which gotta suck. Cause when you're coached, it's like, that's your people's. Yeah. Uh, this is like I, I bring my cabinet with me. And you're like, well, we are keeping your cabinet. Your vice president stays with us, but you gone. Uh, so look, I, I think you know if I, I I think the fact that you know taking Josie off of the team, I think that is what really affected the morale. Look, they Toronto just. I don't lost. know if it was that. I think that's a symptom of. The, the issue. But but the, look, they Toronto just lost 7 to 1 against DC United who has really not not been a dominant team this right. season. You don't lose 7 to 1 to DC United. Like with all due respect to DC United. Uh but it, it, it people were saying like this team quit. The team quit on Chris Armas. And I think when when one of your you know, your your brothers is completely removed from the team, uh, as a as a Toronto player, you're like, yo, what the hell's going on here? He's a, he's our DP. He's one of our best players. Why would why would he be disrespected like that? And I think that's how the players received it. And I think that's what they showed on the pitch, where they were like, I don't think we could play for this guy anymore. Chris Armis brought in, I think the 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 this they were saying this early on in the season, like he was he brought in like the Red Bull high press system. And the and the players were like, "Yo, this ain't it. We ain't doing this." And, yeah, saying, yeah. and those those early all the results kind of uh, showed that the the system he was trying to bring in was not working for Toronto. It does take a change of players. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't walk into the kitchen of a Malaysian restaurant 
and say, all right, I'm going to make Cuban food. Mm. They're like, okay, you don't have those ingredients. <laughs> you know, like you may need to take a step back. That's essentially what he tried to do. And I want to read, uh, this is on, uh, Dylan Butler wrote, uh, wrote this for MLS soccer, a uh, great article about essentially what happened, but this is Manning. This is uh, Toronto's president, Toronto FC's president. Uh, he was speaking to the media and he said, the way we have been losing, especially since returning from the three week break has been difficult to watch. And when you see a team concede like we did yesterday, meaning the 7-1 loss, we just saw no way back outside of making the coaching change. And then one of the things I just want to say, uh, after the latest defeat, Armis had addressed the media saying, quote, something has to give for Toronto to break out of their malaise. And this is what Dylan put wrote. Ultimately, he became that change. <laughs> Which is yeah, cold. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of, uh, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, damn, you were serious about this, huh? You got yourself fired. Uh, yeah, so it was a, 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 an embarrassing loss to DC United. But silver lining, guess who gets the first goal in that game and first ever career goal? Kevin, is it our son? Is it our son, Dominicano? Okay. Kevin Paredes. Uh, okay. Kevin El Alfa Paredes. <laughs> Let's go. Gets his first goal. Uh, I forgot who's, who uh, who delivered the cross in uh, in that game, but got on. You the- know it's Dominican because his goal also had a cross in it. It was more Dominican <laughs> than a cross. I want to say it was Ariola that delivered the the. Uh, the cross, but I could be wrong. Um, but got on the end of it, left foot, roof of the net, and he celebrated. And this pisses me off. I put this on the on on Twitter. What is it with? And I know this is happening in other leagues, but it seems to be an epidemic with MLS directing mm-hmm. of games. Why you pull the camera away? It's an NFL move to show the stadium after a touchdown. You know, people yeah. going crazy. We we can hear them. We don't need to see all that. We want to see the goal celebration. <laughs> yeah, and he he hit him. Uh, he did a once we finally saw the footage. He yeah he, he did a nice little a little whoa kind of yeah yeah, yeah. Move. He hit him with the whoa yeah a lot of energy. If you go to DC United's Instagram, I also I think it's that thing of like remember when uh, Christian Pulisic scored his first goal for uh, Dortmund? He hit him with the dab. Yeah, and he was like I don't even know what I was doing. Dude. <laughs> He's like I had so much energy going through me. Yeah, I just yeah. needed to do something. I think that's what this was because. This dance is about like two years old now, maybe three. You yeah. know what I mean? If you've been on TikTok in the last 15 minutes, you know to not do this anymore, right? No, this ain't it. I mean, you hit on with I'm a savage. You do something, but this ain't this is like this is a this li- is like a little viejito. This yeah, dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's might as well, you know, Kevin Perez might as well be a 45-year-old trying to, you know, 45-year-old dad trying to connect with his teenage kids, <laughs> right? you know? Just got custody of his kids. <laughs> damn, damn, but that's what you're doing. I'm, I'm cooler than your mom, right? <laughs> right? Well, what dance is this? Because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, I just see the the, the assist was from uh, Andy Nahar, uh, and then and then the secondary, okay, the Latino to Latino connection, and then the secondary assist uh, was from Julian Gressel. So you love to see that as well. Let's go. Uh, so look, this was um, a, a big win for DC United, uh, especially after the loss that the, the their previous game to. NYCFC, and we we have to we didn't we haven't gotten a chance to talk about the goal uh, uh, from uh, uh, Thiago and Andraj 
uh, which Andrage. Andrage. <laughs> which I, the reason I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, uh, kind of accentuating. Are, are you Joe Tallison exactly. right now? Joe Tallison was just like, he was like, all right, I, I know, I know how to say his name, and I'm gonna say Yo, it. 4, I went to Iron Man once. <laughs> I went to the Iron Man once. <laughs> I'm gonna say it nine thousand times so everybody knows. Okay, I, I want them to know that I know. Okay, so, yeah, Joe. If you know Joe Tallison is the NYCFC announcer for Yes Network for the. And great at his job. Amazing. We're just teasing him. Yeah. He's a homie. He's a homie. Uh, I, but it was, you know, a lot of times, like, because um, there were a lot of calls for this game, um, you know, uh, uh, Glenn Crooks was doing the English radio broadcast. Roberto Bromwitz was doing the Spanish. Spanish speaking. Uh, uh, but and no one said Tiago's full name as many times as Joe Tallison. <laughs> it was almost as if it was written across his back the whole way. But... It's spelled Andrade, uh, yeah. But but the Portuguese language mm-hmm. that they speak in Brazil, especially in his accent, you don't really finish the whole thing, and it kind of blends into this Andrade. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's like that. But when you're Joe Tolleson <laughs> and you hitting it loud, boom, it's boom. Andrade, Andrade, Andrade. <laughs> so fun. Also, uh, that's also uh, Richarlison's last name. Uh, a lot of people may not know that uh, Richarlison mm-hmm. Andrade. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but no, what an incredible goal from uh, Thiago. This was a, a wild... Well, this is what, he scored two in the last two matches, so it's like, you better keep scoring every match, homie. Yeah. Keep this shit going. This, this, but it was literally like the last kick of the game. Yeah, this was a... Um, look, the, the the to tie it up, you know, NYCFC, you could tell, really, the, the opening game of the season was, was against DC United, and you could tell that they they wanted revenge for that that loss. It was, a, uh, I believe, a 2-1 loss or a 1-0 loss. Um Clearly, one of it. Then the 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 tying goal from Keaton Parks, which uh, his first goal of the season, and for for Keaton Parks to get a, we've met Keaton Parks. Keaton Parks is six, all of six, what five? Yeah, yeah, very tall, tall dude, slender, but strong though. You would you would ex- you would expect him to get on the end of a couple. Get headers on uh, a couple set pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, yeah, it's he, like it looks like Dirk Nowitzki showed up to a soccer <laughs> game. He's a big dude. He's a big dude, and, but he doesn't really get uh, many headers per game. It's usually Alex Collins or Maxime Chanel that are, are usually getting on the end of uh, of crosses. So it was great to see uh, him get a, a, a headed goal from a corner. Uh, so it was it, it definitely it, it the game NYCFC played well enough that. You know the game shouldn't have gone that long without them having tied it. But for him to get that goal, I think was huge for him to, to get it in that fashion was great. And then, but that last goal from Tiago, some people are calling it one of the best goals in NYCFC history. It's a short history, but definitely it feels like it. It 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 definitely had a, a, a the the drama and flair that we're not really used to uh, seeing, especially late in a game. To get three points, uh, definitely it's it's there. I, I would, uh, you know, there obviously been a lot of mo- a lot of Frank Lampard scored some important goals. David Villa scored some important goals, but this. But was- you brought you brought up the the connection. It it sort of felt the same, or at least in the same vein as the U.S. Men's National Team goal against Algeria, the yeah. Landon Donovan goal, because that goal starts with a throw of a, sort of a save, and then a throwing the ball directly to. A sprinting midfielder. Yeah. In this case, 
Andraj took it all the way himself. <laughs> he was like, I got this. Yeah. Because he does have like a sixth gear. Like he has like this extra gear. Uh, yeah. You- and then he chops the ball behind him, mm-hmm. comes around and just. And you could see. And, he- and at that moment, you knew like, unless he mishits this, there's no chance this is missing. Yeah. The, the, the. I, I, now it's a great it's a great play and if you if you see if you've seen the video in slow motion the uh you could see you could see donovan pines really if you see his face because he he does that move of like let me pretend to like to make this tackle so i so i make the the like the 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 player with the ball I, i'm gonna make tiago like second guess and he's gonna slow down because he thinks i'm gonna come in with tackle and Tiago was like, no, 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 this is when I'm turning on the afterburners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can see the moment where he like he fakes like he's about to make the tackle. And you see his face when when Tiago hits the ball ahead of him. And he's like, bruh, what? <laughs> he was like, well, that wasn't what I was expecting at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this dude was this fast. You know what time it is in this game? I'm tired. Uh, and he and to his credit, he kind of does catch up to him uh, when when Tiago kind of slows down when he's getting- he actually does a good job like of essentially trying to cut him off the best you possibly can at that point. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, that that chop was great. But then the uh, great goal, great shot, and everything. But there's a there's a clear moment of seeing Maxi Morales wide open to the left, and he's just like. Literally had yeah. arms that we talked about this. Argentinians when they when they want the ball, they point to their feet and they point to the ground. They kind of open palm both hands, <laughs> shoulders pressed up. Yes, point down like right here. He's doing it. He's like, "Yo, give it to me right here." I'm a which, to- by the way, would have made an incredible passing goal. With of, of course, uh, I, I'm watching this live. I didn't. It was so entertaining that I didn't even see Maxi there. So I understand even as. Like I could have had an aerial camera, and I would have just had my eyes on Tiago. I wouldn't yeah, have seen 100%. anyone to pass it to. Third replays, you're like, oh, Max is there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, how did I miss that? That many, oh, that wow. many, this many times, completely wide open, <laughs> just like the defenders. I missed them. Uh, yeah. But no. So uh, after the heartbreak that NYCFC had against Columbus, uh, where Lucas Zellerayan just broke their broke their hearts in in uh, towards the end of the game, this was, I think, a good bounce back from uh from a devastating uh loss from from a, a couple of weeks prior so dc united got on the end of uh got on the end of that you know it all it, it you know those heartbreak losses at the end of games get everybody and it, dc united was on the, the end of it this time but they bounced back clearly after that their next yeah game. they well they got to play toronto after that yeah so uh the other thing things tend to work out well <laughs> next up i want to talk about columbus crew they got their new stadium wow another new stadium uh it's it's getting harder and harder every week uh to see all these new stadiums <laughs> and nycfc not get one but you know, we have a community board meeting coming up in September after it's been delayed. Uh, Come on, to community see- board meeting. <laughs> community board meeting. There's <laughs> only one community board meeting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, uh, if, if like I guess some more NYCFC news. That's uh, this, as far as the stadium goes. Uh, that's the latest news. There's a parking lot that needs to be moved and it needs to be sorted out. Uh, and that is what this community board meeting is about. It's related to the Yankees and um, uh, Mad Equities, which is the the, 
the construction, I guess, firm or whatever involved right. in, in in with the stadium. It's the number one private equity firm in the Bronx. <laughs> what up? You know, we got mad equity. Son. That's literally its name, but you know what? So it's, it's perfectly fitting. So, I think it stands for Madison. So as in Madison Ave. So they are. Um, there was supposed to be a vote uh, about a week ago, two weeks ago, um, on what to determine what would happen with these parking lots. Then the Yankees said, "No, we need to renegotiate some." issue some deal that was like some terms that needed to change and that because of that there is a holiday break for two months that now we have to wait till september to make that decision about these parking lots and then after that maybe the stadium stuff can can move forward so that's that's where we're at anyway so um columbus new stadium downtown uh they played against the revs uh it looks gorgeous man lovely stadium uh jordan and jelly who is one of their um announcers mm-hmm. i guess she does i, I believe sideline or i'm she may call no, the no, game. she's I'm called sure. she calls the game yeah she calls the game she's absolutely great by the way but uh she uh did like a sort of like a instagram story of like the uh locker rooms mm. and just everything looks dope it looks like we're like superheroes go get changed right you know like it's it's, it's like really cool. justice like, league it, is about to you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> toronto's like who are we playing <laughs> man we ain't never gonna win uh but they did an incredible job uh with the uh the inside and the outside of the stadium okay it so there were, there's a couple things that people they were getting already some heat for uh like criticism on twitter or whatever the but leaking the leaking the water leaking uh so but interestingly enough the water leaking led to the uh the columbus cruise support in the nordec they they didn't put up their tifo because they were worried that something the weight of it would cause some damage or something like that so they had no tifo uh so that's a, a bummer it would have been nice yeah. to see the team but maybe for next game uh so hopefully they sort especially, out especially i feel like a lot of this is a reaction to austin with their new stadium mm-hmm. and they got a lot of credit for their tifo their tifo was beautiful with all the musicians and stuff yeah, on yeah. it. a bunch of people i never heard of uh were there <laughs> uh i think one of them was willie nelson i guess he's from austin yes yes you've heard of him obviously i have heard of him yeah i've never heard a song of his but i know he smokes a lot of weed that's like the joke i've been hearing since i was a child yeah uh, I, I, and there's no way you haven't heard a song of his because they're too popular but but go ahead keep going i can guarantee well at the very least i wouldn't know it was a willie nelson song sure um, but I know Snoop likes them. Uh, I wonder so why. There's, there's always that. I feel the extracurricular activities <laughs> might be it. Um, they both have. They both go to the same lung doctor. Um, <laughs> um, so I think a lot of stuff that's happening with with Columbus is a is a not an attempt, but like another way of being like, I'm, I'm a, we're gonna we're gonna hinder. The excitement of the Austin. Uh, it's like a little hate. It's a bit hate. You can yeah, say, a little bit, not bitter, but it's like a little it's pettiness in, in petty. a good way because I like it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I think Columbus fans do it to Austin and I think back and forth. And this is why, you know, they even they, they played each other to a nil nil draw. But there was, you know, that feeling of like just the, the banter. And that's it was a little, it was a little tense. There yeah, was a little and, tension. And that's fine. I love it. I love it. So, But I do like it because all of it does have that feeling of like. Well, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Like, this is what you want. Not, not There's all- no one knifing each other. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, this, this is good fun. So, uh, but to see a full, you know, crew stadium, I mean, the, 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 the map, map fray was, was, had its, had its culture and had its, you know, distinct uh, appeal, but it was an old ass stadium and it was pretty simple. Uh, it was also the first, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, specific of stadium. Uh, so, but to see, you know, a lot of people, uh, they weren't selling out games for a, for a long time, and right. to see this stadium uh, full 
uh, and, and in Columbus, they saved the, the crew. Uh, they, you know, they almost saved the logo, but, but the, but the fact that they, um, just to see it full like that was great. So now they've added a couple new things that are trying to, you know, trying to have a new culture, you know, Timbers have Timber Joey, uh, mm-hmm. they had Timber Jim. All right. But the Columbus crew have Which started organically, right? They would yeah. cut the piece of wood, every goal. And now, some people think it's stupid until you see it. And then you're like, actually, that's kind of fire. It's pretty dope, especially when you're there live and you hear the chainsaw. Like, this, yeah. it's, it is genuinely really, really cool. And, uh, you know, I think it was Philly that did. It was either Philly or New England who would cut a piece of like a six foot sub. Remember they did that as like a joke? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had, and they had the electric knife. Yeah. You know, like the one you cut like a turkey with. You know? And he was like, we <laughs> go down and cut the sub. So having fun with it. Um, yeah. But then, so Columbus, have, they have, uh, they're doing the, uh, the jackhammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have someone, they have, a, uh, I assume, a fan, uh, or I don't know if it's a licensed operator with it. And they <laughs> have the jackhammer and they, and they break a brick and then they hold the brick up. It's like a piece of concrete. Yeah. Yeah. What it's do you think? It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's, it's like, it's fine. It, I think it's one of the things the first time you see it, you're like, Oh, this feels like it's not like I wouldn't go as far as to say like cringe, which is like the the the, the an annoying word that people always use to describe anything that m- makes it mildly uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, but this was it, it feels a little forced. No, not forced. It feels like I don't want to say forced or silly. It's like goofy. That's I mean, like it, it does. It, I guess it does. Yeah, but goofy in New York is worse than cringe. <laughs> uh, you goofy. What do you say? It's like it's like it's like cute. I mean, that's quite a. It, it doesn't have the same like timbers cutting a log. You know, it no. Have, it, it's too like it, it. It happens too quickly. Like jackhammers are too efficient. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it yeah, just yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. and it's like and then it's like done. That that's kind yeah. of the issue. Bring, with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah, they should fix a pothole in the city for every goal that would be pretty maybe great. if they use like a sledgehammer and a and a stake you know to, right? to, to you know require like a, a a crazy amount of force to break the brick i think it's called the chisel but you went with a sledgehammer <laughs> you know and a stake. i mean kill a vampire dude every time a long ass nail <laughs> yeah. uh, what about one of them heavy nails and one of them big head bopping hammers you got one of them joy um i think it's i i agree with you it does happen a little fast and it's a little there's there's something almost cartoonish about the way they do it yeah you know, like everyone, like even the jackhammer is like adorned with Columbus crew. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's like it's like merch. <laughs> you can buy <laughs> you a jackhammer at, at the team store. <laughs> Just uh, get a get a new jackhammer. Put it in your car. It's only twelve hundred dollars. Come get yeah. one. <laughs> hey, if you got a season ticket card, ten percent off. <laughs> so it's a pretty good deal. Okay, um, let the kids use it. Fun for the kids. Yeah, fun yeah. for the whole family. We've got children's jackhammers. <laughs> don't act like we don't. Um, it is. There's there's a lot of it that feels I I think the word forced feels right when you first see it mm-hmm. but I think you would say the same thing about Timber Joey so um if you would have seen that the first time you'd be like all right we get it there's trees out here can we please yeah. you know what I mean there's something about this where it seems like I want a piece I want a piece of those things you know what I mean oh yeah like when we hung out with um our our dude Igor we were like hey man did you have you ever seen one of those? And he's like, there's one right there. And we were like, ah, 
<laughs> like, you know, like a piece of wood. Okay, yeah, That's yeah. all it was. But we were like in awe of it because culturally it means something to the team now. And I feel like this will too. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before everything feels like, like this is how we've always done it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but you got to start somewhere and uh, it, it was Dude, for, for NYCFC. We should have a pie. And every time somebody scores, you slice a slice off of it. All right. Right. Okay. Who's, I mean, who's this designated uh, pizza cutter? What? I guess if it's got to be me, it's got to be me. You know, uh, I came up with the genius idea. And, you know, does anyone else know how to use a pizza slicer? Yeah. You got to be licensed. Okay. Yeah. You can't yeah. just have anybody coming Who's here. Who's that guy with the jack hand? <laughs> no, you're mixing no. the wrong things. You don't it's need a chainsaw. You don't need a chainsaw for this. All right. Pizza Joey, get off of that pole, buddy. I mean, Pizza Joey. Also fits absolutely perfectly. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, uh, so a couple other things in Major League Soccer. Jesse Fiorinelli, uh, GM for the San Jose Earthquakes, has been also let go. This has been uh, a... Where did he come from? He came from like Inter Milan or something, right? That's a good question. I don't know. I know he has like... Uh, he has an accent. He came from yeah. some, come more, somewhere in Europe. Um I've seen a couple of interviews with him. Um, the, a lot of people saying that this is a long overdue thing. Um, San Jose has not looked great uh, this season. Uh, you know, I, I saw them in Austin uh, to, uh, you know, it was nil nil. Didn't. I mean, outside of Brad Stuver. Uh, also, shouts to Brad Stuver. I just want to highlight this man because Austin, uh, we talked about it a little bit before. Austin, they they have, you know, defensively, they're not the most solid team. They're not giving up a ton of goals, but they're not giving up. A ton of, they give up shots. And Brett Stuver had a, a just more. A just a, since the last time we spoke about him, since the last time I was there, had they had one loss to, to I believe Minnesota. But they, he, the dude has to work. He is. Yeah, he's killing it. He's though. you know he was like the Columbus Crew backup. He was an NYCFC backup, and he is really making the most of uh, of this opportunity to. Be also, I can't stress how good of a dude he is. Oh yeah, without a doubt, cares about the community, does a bunch of stuff for the community. You know, uh, really, uh, really is about like inclusion and diversity. I mean, the guy, him and his wife are just absolute wonderful people. And uh, and you love seeing the the every time he touches the ball, you you at at, uh, at Q two Stadium, everybody goes stew. You just hear stew yeah. over and over. Uh, so he's he, he's creating his own uh, uh, legend out there. But the uh, San Jose, when I was watching them, they just like don't have many ideas. I, it, since the, the team obviously they got they got uh, they lost Danny Husen to Austin in the expansion draft. Um, there aren't many like just they're just they're just not really scoring many goals. How many goals have they scored this season? Um, for by the way, uh, Fiorinelli, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fiorinelli was uh, the director of uh, football and uh, sporting director of AS Roma. Right. Okay. So you Roma. To earthquakes and then fire. So let me just point this out. They have uh, San Jose has scored 14 goals and given up 22. They are second worst in MLS. First worst is Toronto FC. So you, Toronto. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to be in that. Um, uh, you know, be, you don't want to be spoken around the same breath as Toronto right now. Um, but this is. Look, I I also think Fiorinelli gone, but. We got to speak on it because Matias Almeida uh, does not have that long a leash. He is 
we we you talked about that we talked about this like a year ago two years ago the man marking system and how you were uh, were you a fan of it i think you were right or are you saying uh, i like people doing something crazy but i did not think it would work this is um uh, not working i mean i think yeah. we, uh, that's safe to say i think I, or at the very least they have figured out pelado and his system because san jose uh yeah, when i when i was watching them in austin in those last few minutes they were having a tough time. Uh, look, and it, it is difficult in in playing in these hu- you know these humid conditions sometimes, and man marking and running around, and and after like the seventieth minute, it gets a little bit tougher. And and uh, you know if, if your if your subs can't uh, keep up or they're not you know keeping up with the flow of the game or whatever, it, it, it can be bad. But to give up twenty two goals and to have this defensive uh, um, philosophy, I mean. You, I, I think we have to try something new, no? I mean, I, I, th- these results show it. And you also seeing, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, does um, Atlanta play the same system? I think Gabriel Hante plays a similar system with this man marking. And Atlanta players have also... Don't they play individual zones? I don't know. I could be... I, please correct me if I'm wrong, anybody listening. But I think Atlanta also has not looked great this season. I mean, they, they just played NYCFC and... Atlanta looked slow. They looked yeah. like they were, honestly, with all due respect, they looked like, NYCFC looked like they were playing a USL team. That's how bad it looked. Yeah. It, uh, look, neither, neither club, I don't think, is having a great time. Um, but if you're San Jose, you're like, what do you have? If you're Atlanta, you've got some, uh, from what we've heard, they've got a pretty good, uh, you know, uh, academy, like there's a couple kids that, that are ready to come up. Mm-hmm. They have some pretty good players and they have an incredible fan base, right? Uh, a very large fan base that wants them to win. If you're San Jose, you have a fan base that's like, please win. You know, like it's been a long time. <laughs> well, I don't want Wando to struggle another year. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to let him leave, uh, you know, just absolutely miserable. Uh, I mean, it's it sucks because you get someone like Pelado and you're like, oh my God. We went and got this incredible coach that just was in Mexico that was coaching in the Mexican uh, league, had won at one point. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is that. And we do hold Liga Amekis to a higher standard than we do hold MLS, at least in the past. So all signs point to this guy being an upgrade. Oh, yeah. the team is starting to spend money. We're starting to do it. And it's like nothing happens. Look, their last, their last four matches, five matches, let's say. They lost. They uh, draw two two against Minnesota, which I, I want to talk about Minnesota in a second. Um, but three uh, one loss to San Jose, five nil loss. Uh, f- uh, I'm sorry, three one loss to Galaxy, five nil loss to Orlando, nil nil against San Jose, and a one nil even further one nil loss to Galaxy again, three one loss to uh, Kansas City. They haven't won in forever. I mean, what's the last win they had? DC United, 4-1. No, no, against RSL. May 1st. May 7th was... Oh, yeah, they won the, the next match after that, May 7th. Uh, um, so, Pelado, it's, they, you know, they made the change with Fiorinelli. They, I think they want to, you know, uh, change the, the, the caliber of players that they, they're going to try to bring in and stuff like that. That this, tells me that Pelado's going to get fired soon because they didn't want Fiorinelli there to think... He had an opportunity to make that change. Be like, oh, I got an idea for the next guy. Like, don't even make a phone call. I don't know if you noticed, we cut the line. Uh, You're next. I think the, um, if if we're going to, we'll see what these next few months are like, uh, regardless of how long Pelado has. But I think, 
I think he needs better players. And, and Fiorinelli was probably getting in the way of that. Uh, or maybe didn't have the same uh, uh, ideas for what players to bring in. Or maybe he didn't know how to bring in some of the players and, and really convince them to sign with San Jose. Um, be, because we've seen when, uh, when, when San Jose plays well, we saw them in the MLS's back tournament. When they play well, they're great. And they're entertaining to watch. Um, but it's they're leaking goals. They're giving up way too many goals, so they have to sort out whether they need a new center back, just a, just a, a stronger caliber, just defense, a, a, a defensive mid. They need to do something because they, they're just giving up way too many goals uh, for Pelado to keep his job. Let's, just, let's be serious. Um, the, the, one, the thing I want to talk about with Minnesota, um, uh, I believe it was Hassani Dotson. If I'm not mistaken, who proposed? Didn't he just proposed? Yeah, he proposed to his girl. He proposed to his girl. Uh, she said yes. She said yes. But the, and then he went out and lost in her <laughs> honor. No, they. But so this was the funny thing is obviously I, I believe this this has to be after the game. Uh, I'm assuming, but yeah, it was after the game. But it, they 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 uh, was it? The, did they give up an? own goal towards the end i think it was something really bad like it's just a 2-2 draw uh, just like the energy is not i i say wait to propose after you get the three points right right I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like not the right moment yeah but then he'd never get he'd never get engaged <laughs> um this where was the was it an own goal who was it i i i want to see the uh what was it it was a late goal um, damn, where is it? I don't know. It where. doesn't matter. I mean, look, it's just rough. That's a rough way to propose. Yeah. Be like, yo, you saw how bad I am at this, right? But I'm going to be a better husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, yeah, so that was, uh, uh, uh you know, lovely to see. Best of luck to uh, Hassani Dotson and Petra, Petra. That is her. That is her name, Petra, uh, um, which reminds me of Petra. Remember Petra, the, the reggae singer? The reggae artist. Yeah, pull up to I my... I want a romantic call. I'll pull up to my bumper, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing taught young Christian Alexis how to be lovers okay. more than a woman who was really about it. You know what I mean? That was, uh, that was the birds and the bees right there. Quick joke uh, about uh, she had a song called I Want a Romantic Call. But, yes. you know, like, you know, the thing about Patois is like the cadence is sometimes mm-hmm. for syllables are different. So you never know where the one word ends and the other one begins. So she would say, I want a romantic call. I'm talking to my baby down at the yard. Right. Mm-hmm. My my sister thought the word she was like, I can't believe they're letting this song on the radio. And I said, why? And she goes, because it's very dirty. I said, I mean, it's just, I want a romantic call. I want a romantic call. She goes, no, it's I want to roll my dick hard. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, those none of these things fit. She's she's wearing very scantily clad clothing, so we know she doesn't have one. So why would she be saying that? And also, what do you mean? What is rolling your dick hard? And she assumed it was like, you know, rolling it up like sushi <laughs> while it's hard. And I was like, what? Yeah. Wow. It is. It's really amazing what like our young brains are capable of imagining, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, you're like, it's like, what is a doll going to be like? We gotta, I got to roll what to what? I feel like it's going to hurt. <laughs> I mean, they even specify heart, not heart. I could see it happening. 
Oh, well, look, it's it's fitting with uh, the the introduction of this episode, which is uh, about... It kind of all goes together. It, it, uh, exactly. Uh, that wh- was the amuse-bouche for the <laughs> earlier entree. Uh, would you like a nice roll dick, sir? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Hard? Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. This is, really is a white glove as well. This really is Okay, we're going to get... We're going to get Salt Bay to deliver some salt yeah. on this. Okay. <laughs> I'll just cry while uh, you do that. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So anything else MLS stuff before we go into some NWSL uh, things? Oh, um, this I want to talk about this real quick. Um, I, you had retweeted this with um, Mexico. So Mexico yes. are, are facing a two-match fan ban uh, at their games. Because of uh, of a grito, the the homophobic chant that is being uh, yelled at games, um, and and uh, recently in in the in the friendlies that that Mexico have had, we have not heard it. So that's that that. Uh, so I'll say that with a with a grain of salt, uh, because mm-hmm. oh, uh, okay. because it has. I just saw a tweet recently that said they Mike's picked it up a little bit somewhere, but in general, uh, you know the the Mexican players, Memo Ochoa. Beginning of the game, he's just like, hey, everybody, enough, cut it out. You know, and I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically, you know, he's <laughs> word for word. That's what I heard. He's like, ya coño, right? He's yeah. saying he's mad Dominican. But this is what has to be, you know, this is a level they have to go to. They have to tell everybody, don't yell it because we are going to be facing penalties. And uh, so from all accounts, it has generally not being being hasn't been said in the last few matches right but this is the the report uh that we've been seeing that apparently um concacaf or fifa i believe fifa um didn't specify who um who was supposed to be um who's going to suffer the penalty of the ban of having fans at the stadium essentially saying that so the- basically fifa said it's a two match ban to, for the Mexican Federation. For the Mexican Federation. And Mexican Federation was like, all right. <laughs> I see you three of a kind. <laughs> and I will I will go all in. Because I will ban someone in the Mexican Federation to benches. And it just so happens to be uh, the ladies the w- team. So this is what is being said. And and I want to just clarify, um, because it, it, it hasn't been... Th- the Mexican Federation has not said that they will apply the ban to the women's, to the Mexican women's team, but they haven't said that they won't apply the ban to the women's team. Uh, so do you take them at their word <laughs> or do you take them at their word? <laughs> so that is the confusing thing where people are like, all right, I get what you what you can do and what everyone will be furious that you that you might do, but you're not saying that you're not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. And so the- it's like if you 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 your your man says he's going to a bachelor party in Vegas and you'd be like, all right, but you know, don't touch any strippers. And he goes, <laughs> We're gonna eat at buffets. And you go, I okay. <laughs> but also don't touch any strippers. He's like, come I'm just here to eat. What are you talking about? Bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just going to play blackjack. And you're like, 
Yeah, but you're not saying that you won't. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, and, and shouts to uh, the homie uh, Carlos Justis, who, uh, who works with Telemundo out in, in the Bay Area. Uh, and he was he kind of just reaffirmed this stuff and, and was uh, was giving us uh, a couple people to, uh, uh, you know, to get sort of confirmation on this stuff. And this is this is the issue. This is like the, mm-hmm. the, the Mexican Federation is just not being clear uh, on, on who is going to face this punishment. Um, and maybe and if is- we haven't been obvious or clear about it ourselves, the women's team should not be facing a ban exactly. for something that happened during a men's match. Correct. Uh, correct. Yeah. And I, to my knowledge, this doesn't happen at the women's matches. No. I, I could be wrong, and maybe it maybe it has uh, a couple times or something. But this correct is, us if we're wrong. But I'm on the same page as you in saying I yeah, do not think this, this happens. This is a generally this is a man thing. This yeah. is not a woman thing. That even you know uh, that you know it's it, it. I'm gonna assume, I'm gonna go on a limb and say it's not a bunch of women in the stands yelling this. That's what right. I, I feel. I feel fairly confident saying that. Um. So so yeah. So that's been uh, an interesting thing. Okay. The other um. Uh, some NWSL stuff. We have to talk about um, Olivia Moultrie, Portland Thorns. She did it. 15 years old. Uh, she won a, a, a court case, and Portland has signed her. A she, long court case. Yeah, it was a, a, I mean, they were dealing with it. Against for, her employer, <laughs> against NWSL. <laughs> uh, you know, NWSL, and they're, you know, we haven't talked about this much in the past, but their their stance on it was that, um, the age, the, uh, you know, NWSL has an age uh, minimum, which I believe is 18. Um, and they, so they basically said, like, this should be a collective bargaining issue. And mm-hmm. they should, this is how, so the player, the, the players union and the league should come to a determination as opposed to fighting this in court. Um, they lost the, the, the case. They, I mean, I, I don't think they were trying to say, like, they don't want her to play per se, but they, I think the the way it, the the way the CBA is written, they they had to fight this to some degree. Um, right. Uh, and that's my perception of it, and I'm not I can't. Yeah, because I'm I not speaking on the, NWSL's behalf. Obviously. I never got the uh, I never got the idea that they were like vehemently against it. I think yeah. it was they contractually were obligated to not let you do this. Yeah, yeah. So I think they they had to fight it. Uh, but uh, so, but she she is uh, signed. She's she got her first minutes um, uh, uh, in the game against uh, Louisville. Uh, right. That um, that the Thorns won. Uh, two nil. Uh, and and based on seeing all her interviews and stuff, and you know, we've been hearing about her for the last like four years. Um, mm-hmm. how that she's a phenom and she's gonna be a, a star and all this other stuff. And and yeah, it's it's difficult to kind of accept that as a you know when you're talking about an 11 year old girl. Uh, you know, and where you're like, you know, I, I think because of a a. I think we're so used to the fact that we're not we're not used to seeing players this young play professionally, especially young girls. That I think that's what for a lot of people made it like, um, you know, I guess skeptical is probably the best way to uh, best way to put it. But she was signed uh, to Nike. Uh, clearly, there are shades of Freddie Adu in this. Um, I don't know, but oh, I don't know. I mean, like, there's like there's that people were talking about her at a young age as if she is this sort of okay, not not a savior, but there is that sort of like this hero complex they've put on a child. Yeah, which makes me think like there might be. I actually think to some degree the lawsuit will work in her benefit because she got a little bit older. 
you know, it sort of may have reset her the expectations a little bit. Yeah. And maybe there's there's something of a, you know, she can appreciate this and not sort of be thrust into that situation that like Freddie was. You yeah. Know? Although we are smarter now as a footballing nation, if you will, a soccer nation mm-hmm. as to how to handle these kids that are really good. Yeah, I think the um, the the interesting thing is like the. The sort of double standard uh, put, I think people are not used to a young girl uh, uh, achieving this level of being able to being this young and also being able to play with uh, professional adult women. Right. So uh, I, I think that's where because um, the, there is a I don't think people are like, she's a little kid. She shouldn't play. That's not what people were saying. But people people talk about young girls in a way that's like trying to be more protective of a young boy. So in 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 the way they're talking about her, they're talking about her like, oh, maybe she's not ready. Like they're co- sort of coddling her. And I think for in right. NWSL in this league in the United States, I think we're 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 not it, it this is where I find the the you know, the hypocrisy in that if she was a, uh, an amateur athlete, they would be like all right, put her in at, like if it, Olympian gymnast. I mean, there's gym, how young are these girls? And, and they have to do in, seriously intense training and competition. But as soon as money is involved and they're getting paid, then it's like, OK, well, let's just make sure that she can handle all like right. that's That's the part of it that is like a little it shifts the narrative. All yeah, of a sudden. Money changes uh, everybody's like, uh, you know, the way it's kind of uh discussed and and, and talked about but it, it, it's great to see and, and i i i'm excited to see you know i i've been watching the thorns have put out interviews and, and she's like a confident young lady like you know and yeah, yeah and it, the, the the funny part to me was she was like oh i feel like i'm really really ready now you know i grew through inches in the last in the last year it's just like such a like slightly adorable but also like yeah she, she's also like mad tall it's not like she's also like <laughs> kind of menacing in a nice sweet yeah. way yeah. yeah yeah so i'm excited to see i i think the you know could she be the you know i don't why I, I you know we all see or listen to grant wall's freddie adu thing we don't want that like Ex- no. exploitation and abuse of of uh, of a player's uh talent but i think it'd be cool for the nwsl to have like uh, uh a level-headed super talented like young superstar i mean th- there's a lot of potential to bring in young fans and you know if this if the the pipeline of like maybe you know u.s women's national team like which is if she's at this level now that's that's exactly what's going to happen next so I'm uh I I think it's gonna be a fascinating story. So I'm and she's in, and she's with a great organization and a good team. So right. you know I think there's a a very very bright future for her. I'm looking forward to see how what what takes place marketing wise. How is she marketed? How she handles yeah. her ability to market herself. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens from from here on. Yeah, because uh, I do think she should have been given the chance to play, and I'm glad she is. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, now let's see what happens. You okay. Know? Um, all right. So the um, I, I just want to talk real quick about the NWSL standings. Um, we finally had a change at the top. North Carolina Courage are in first. Orlando Pride are in second. Uh, and this has been a uh, this is going to be a tough 
couple weeks for, um, especially during the Olympics, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of NWSL teams. I think this is where we'll determine how this kind of season ends uh, for for a lot of them. If they can sort of get through um, these like six, seven weeks without some of their top players. I mean, Orlando Pride missing Alex Morgan is going to be huge. Missing Marta is going to be huge. Um uh, Thorne's missing a couple of players. Like the Orlando Pride are really like I think the biggest story so far in NWSL because they have historically been uh, just a, a team that struggles and to be in first place as long as they have. Ashton Harris has revitalized I think her uh, her career. I mean she has been incredible. She's stopping every penalty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. She has already three penalty stops this season. Uh, and the wild thing is um, it's it's great it's very impressive but also why she has to face so many damn penalties yeah right. that's like remember uh what's his face uh tim howard they're like he's incredible he made 16 saves against yeah. belgium and they're like yo why you gotta make 16 <laughs> saves though i feel like there's a couple things happening before those saves that we yeah, could probably yeah. improve on uh cause and effect is a conversation we need to have here <laughs> it's funny because like literally ashlyn's wife is right there in the center back position you know who she, she's yelling at from time to time right. <laughs> so uh uh but no it, it, a, a great season i think at the you know sydney rook coming back and and playing as well she has like orlando have have looked uh incredible um this season uh and, and to be in you know in first for as long as they have and 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 actively compete with some you know the the historically better nwsl teams uh has been uh impressive gotham also uh shout out to caitlin sheridan uh got called up to the canadian national team uh mm-hmm. so she's going to the olympics so that's uh the homie uh, the video of her getting that call with all, everyone on the bus screaming and going nuts as soon as she hangs up yeah is uh, it's absolutely incredible. All the feels, yeah, as they say, it's uh, nice to see. Yeah, uh, so Gotham has has uh, also uh, been great, but they're going to be missing out on uh, you know on Carly Lloyd. Um, th- this is it, it's like good and bad NWSL, but like the, the fact that I I don't think there's much of a there's no break during the Olympics, which is. Which sucks, which is because you really have to survive like missing some of the best players uh, in the league. Um, and, and there's also, I believe the, uh, I don't know if this was confirmed, but I had seen something about that the Olympic rosters, the alternates um, who were, you know, obviously they stay home, but if anything right. happens, they'll get called in. I believe they're allowing the alternates to also go to Japan. Because it probably would be difficult to get them in there right, afterwards. Right, right. So, uh, but then, so that means um, uh, Jane Campbell for the Dash, Lynn Williams uh, for the Courage. Uh, there's two more. I hate that I forgot, but, uh, you know, uh, just in general, these are big names uh, right. that, that you're also, you thought you might have uh, regardless of uh, the Olympics starting. And then it looks like they, they won't be uh, with the team as well. So um, well, I'll tell you what's really important is I got, uh, I bought a ticket to um, Tokyo for two hundred dollars for February of next year, so you're going to Japan. This is the first time hearing this. You're going to Japan next year. I'm going to Japan. <laughs> By the way, I haven't bought a flight back. <laughs> I just bought two one way tickets to Japan because they were so cheap. They were two hundred dollars. Okay, it, uh, I couldn't figure out when would be the right time to come back. So I was like, well, I'm out there. I might as well go see like either Hong Kong or like 
maybe Australia, right? Because I'm not going to fly all the way back there again. That is, those are not short flights either. I don't know what you're thinking. No, I'm just like, I'm already out here. You know what I mean? I'm not. First of all, it's like 22 hours to go from like New York to Australia. I'm not doing that again. If I'm out there, I'm going to be out there. Okay. And wifey's like, well, I can't take that much time off. I was like, well, then deuces. You know? (laughs) So you tell me how your flight back was, and I'll tell you how my flight back is, you know, in a week or two later. You know what I mean? But like. (laughs) Wow. Okay. But I can't do the first leg of this trip. If these, uh, you know, uh, Olympics ruin everything. <laughs> so, you know, maybe some of these reserves, you know, can let me know how uh, okay. good, how things are going out there. You All know? right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you need any suggestions on things to do, you got also make sure to pick up some calpis. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm gonna be you... drowning in cowpiss, bruh. <laughs> Pick up mango flavored cowpiss. Uh, obviously, the yeah, our favorite drink. Um, so the uh, okay, best the of official luck. drink of the <laughs> <laughs> um, the, also in uh, NWSL news that the coach of uh, OL Rain has been let go. Uh, That's right. The fat-shaming coach. The fat-shaming coach uh, who, uh, who uh, you know, was critical of, uh, of uh, Lindsay Horan when she was uh, at, at, at uh, Olympic Lyon. Uh, uh, Farid ben, Benstiti. Uh, so, uh, yeah, didn't go, didn't go well uh, in his time there. And he was, uh, you know, they brought him in from France thinking he w- was going to, Come in and 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 you know sort of uh, take over, um, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, obviously Olympic Lyon are absolutely dominant in in uh, in Ligue 1 and uh, obviously in the the women's league in uh, in in France. What's the women's league in France called? Why don't I why uh, don't I know what it's called? I believe it is called Le Women League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It sounds right to me. Uh, um, I think it's just called Ligue 1 Femme. Am I wrong in saying that? I don't know. Or uh, feel. Feel no, feel means girl. Okay, <laughs> so feminine. Well, it is the French. feminine. Feminine, I believe, is uh, what is so. It, uh, what is uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I hate we, since we're not on Twitch, we can't. Somebody Division with on feminine. Yes. Okay. Little Google helped us out. Thank you. Okay, so it's a uh, uh, D. I don't know what de on <laughs> arkema. Oh, come on. Is that the that's the brand? That's, that's the, the brand, brand that is okay sponsoring uh, it. Um, so but the the rain are currently in uh ninth place, um, with seven points. They uh, and I know they've brought in a couple players from France, um, to, to help uh, you know, Rapino out over there, but yeah, they they have not looked great. Um, and I think now they're missing a couple, missing Rapino, and uh, um, I don't know if anyone else is going to the Olympics. Probably from maybe some some other countries, but they got to turn things around there too. They uh, they are not playing uh, too well. Uh, Kansas City is in last place, uh, and they have I believe no wins. They have not won a game. Uh, so that move from Utah to Kansas City has been rough. They're also they're also playing in a baseball. Field. Right, it's and not it's not perfect. Like a minor, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean like not that there's anything support. wrong with that. Okay, we're not here to judge. I'm just but saying, are they going to get their own community board <laughs> meeting? Huh? But it just so, seemed like there's like fan support for it. It feels like Kansas City is the right move. It's just at the moment. But I think they. I mean, it would be. It would have been just perfect if they played at Children's Mercy Park and like 
the, the you know the the fan support would I think would have been a lot easier. But yes, yes, absolutely. Maybe they uh, maybe they'll get their own stadium. What was the reason for that again? Why were they so stodgy about not having them there? They were simply like, "Nah, we don't want you here." Okay, I see what you bring in, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do all that. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not really in. The, I'm not really the commitment type. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. It, this is gonna be. This is gonna feel like a bit of a lost year. Like this is not even the brand. They don't have no name. It's right. obviously. It, it feels a bit like they're they're just trying to get through this year. Um, uh, Buy so. these kits now, though. These are gonna be collectors' items. I agree. I agree. Which, uh, by the way, if we're gonna talk NWSL, we should mention friend of the show, uh, Elise LaHue. Yes, we. A lot like Meg Linehan have no clue what's going on. Yes, <laughs> um, we know that she for I believe personal or private reasons mm-hmm. as best we know right now is currently not with the team okay and that's all we really know but whatever it is you know friend of the show we wish you the absolute best and yep. um hopefully it all gets you know whatever it is gets straightened out or fixed or hashed out but yeah we just uh you know whatever the situation is i'm not, I'm not even sure if it's the right thing to say but you're in our thoughts yeah yeah uh, yeah we're all Nobody knows what's going on, so uh, no. yeah, absolutely, and hope, that's fine. Hope and that is, yeah, yeah, perfectly fine. By the way, not everything needs to be public, so yeah, yeah. You know, even we're not, we're even not, the people we're not, it, we're not trying to get the scoop. No, nah, okay? not at all, not at all. Even the people in the business that are uh, friends with her mm-hmm. don't know what's going on, and that is perfectly fine. Totally, you know, I think in the world we live in, we need to know everything because they're in the public eye. Whatever it is, you'll be all right. You know what I mean? You move right. on with your day, and hopefully, the person is. Is in a good place. That's all you. That's all you want to know. Exactly. Um, okay. So uh, the the last place I want to end is just simply saying that uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, this Friday, um, make sure to join us on Twitch. Uh, Friday, seven p.m. Eastern. Racing Louisville will be playing Orlando Pride. Um, Mm -hmm. and we, uh, I will be on Twitch. Alexis will not be, but I will be joined by, uh, a fellow comedian, Lindsay Bowling, uh, who is awesome, who is from Louisville. Uh, she is such a good soccer player. She is an amazing soccer player. She plays on Cooligans FC. Uh, she's awesome. She's hilarious. Uh, and, and so she's going to be joining me on Twitch. And the cool thing is that you can watch the game on Twitch with us. So we're actually going to be showing the game. So you don't have to like have a second screen open or whatever. You can literally just watch us, um, watch the game, and we'll we're gonna be calling the game. You'll see us. Uh, the the full game will be right on our Twitch channel, which is really cool of NWSL to uh, allow us uh, to to do stuff like that. So so shouts to NWSL um, uh, for for letting us do something like that. So um, so Friday, seven p.m. Eastern time, uh, Racing Louisville. Uh, against uh, Orlando Pride. Uh, I'm going to be joined by Lindsey Bowling. We're going to watch the game. We'll probably go on about 6.30 Eastern time. Uh, so join us. Watch the game with us. Uh, you know, we're going to be calling the game. See how it goes. Should be fun. Uh, and that's it. It's such a cool opportunity to be able to show the game. So it's kind of dope that we're going to yeah, get yeah, that. Well, and there's going to be others. Yeah, we're going to do it a, a couple other uh, a couple other times in the future. So if you don't follow us on Twitch or you don't have a Twitch account, make one. It's uh, gratis. Uh, so no, there's no excuses. So twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans or el twitche.com. 
Uh, it really does go to our Twitch channel. <laughs> um, and all you have to do is hit that follow button. Again, free. Free. Go for it. Okay. Um, anything else that we want to mention? Um, we're going to be back on... Uh, when are we going to be back on TV? We'll probably do one more of these uh, audio-only mm-hmm. ones, and then we're going to be back uh, on the 18th. July 18th is the back on the TV show, uh, and we, we have a really, really big guest uh, uh, multiple guests actually for that episode so make sure to big tune. one though you're gonna love it i promise uh so yeah so those are the, the kind of the next few things um i am uh any shows alexis you want to promote yeah i'm gonna be i've got a couple uh if you just go to my instagram go to at not alexis i post them all uh, but I got a couple. I'm going to be at the stand a couple nights this week. I'm going to be at New York Comedy Club a couple nights this week. Also, hey, watch me while you're already on Twitch. Watch me on Wednesday uh, on uh, twitch.tv slash complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of fun uh, with Flex. Um, and it looks like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just follow me on social media. I'm going to be at a couple different comedy clubs this week. But um, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, on the 14th. I'm going to be at uh, Poco in the in the East Village. Uh, ah, Poco in NYC. on Avenue B. Yeah, come uh, to that. It's going to be at uh, at 7.30. That should be uh, really, really fun. So, Is that a Thomas Delgado show? Yeah. That's one of the better shows in the city right there. Super, super fun. Uh, so, so much fun. If you're in New York, uh, come come check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, everybody. Now, another fun episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your, your July 4th, your holiday. I um, uh, hope you got a much needed break from, um, from, from whatever. I mean, we all have. Yeah, from not eating tons of sodium, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it, man. I mean, look. We, Were you allowed to eat a hot dog or a hamburger? allowed I, I you really you have this very warped view of what my relationship is like there's nobody i i would say you have one i, <laughs> I see what's going nobody on nobody tells me what i can or cannot eat mm-hmm. do I, do i have you know do i have to deal with a, maybe the guilt or, or or somebody trying to shame me i believe the word you're looking for is repercussions <laughs> <laughs> look from time to time but we you know we 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 cross that bridge when we come to it uh but for the no i yes i hamburgers and and wings get out of town and a couple wings yeah yeah little covered in barbecue my guy bruh it was crazy it was it was it was my cheat every independence day is my cheat day let's go (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that was good uh and you went to uh verzi's i went to uh famous comedian paul verzi's house Mm -hmm. uh it was a lot of fun Uh, a little bit do you have fireworks in his backyard? Yo, he had Macy's level fireworks in his backyard. <laughs> and he had it queued up with music. He had a whole program. Whoa. It was absolutely out of this world. Wow. Absolutely out of this world. Uh, but yeah, they throw a great party and the greatest sausage and peppers I've ever had in my entire life. That's how the that's how the night ends. So they do burgers and deviled eggs and all this crazy mm. stuff. There's chips everywhere. It's like a whole thing. They do hot dogs, hamburgers. The whole nine potato salad, uh, you know, baked beans that they make themselves. They have a uh, mashed potato, like a mashed potato station. They have a nacho station. It's crazy, right? And then they do tons of desserts. Then they do the fireworks, which is go to my Instagram and look at it. It's insane. I don't know how he hasn't been kicked out of this neighborhood. It's legitimately Macy's level, right? He lives like on acreage, so he's got a lot of space. And then after that, 
it's a big pot of the best sausage and peppers you've ever had. And so I didn't get to go last year because of COVID. They did an outdoor thing, but I was still kind of uncomfortable doing it. So this year I was like, I'm going to eat a ton. I'm not going to eat a lot because I want to save space for the sausage and peppers. It's that good. So I had like three sausage and pepper sandwiches at like midnight. Mm-hmm. And she gave me a bunch to take home as well, which was great. But I looked at her and I said, hey, and I said an ingredient and I said it away from everyone. And she goes, how'd you know? And I go, I finally figured out what it was. I was like, there's always something in there that makes it so special. And I said it and she goes, and uh, Paul's like, what do you, what you think you could guess just because you're, you ate it. Like, you, you made, you're that much of a maniac. And she looked at Paul and she goes, he got it right. And she's he was like, what? I don't even know what's in there. <laughs> he's like, I've been eating this for my whole life. And I had no idea. Well, it was since they're married. And he's like, I had no idea what was in there. And I was like, aha. And she goes, all right, well, please don't tell anyone. I was like, I won't. I promise you I won't. I'm just happy that I finally figured out what it is. Mm. Do you want to know what it is? I would love to know what it is. I'm not going to tell you because I said I would not tell anybody. I'll tell you privately. I'm not going to say it on the show. Uh, the only time I have sausage and peppers is when I, when I was living in Bay Ridge, they would have like the, the, the street fairs and the, right. the, the street fair and they would have a truck. That's and, a famous street fair food. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that, so I would have it maybe once a year, maybe once every three years. That, that, and, um, uh, so the feast of the, the, the feast cheese. of San Gennaro is the sausage and pepper is like the dish of it. Yeah, they 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 also have the 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 mozzarella tr- truck. You ever had that? that? Is like <laughs> anywhere you go, you gonna find a mozzarella truck. That thing is wild. Yeah, I that's those are the two things. And when when I'm at those street fairs, I'm like, all right, I I got my meal for for the fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you everybody uh, for tuning in again. We appreciate it. Uh, nice. Uh, you know, we've get, got to do a deep dive on, on some of the stuff we, we don't get uh, the opportunity to. Um, but, uh, again, we're back on the 18th on Fubo TV, Fubo sports network, uh, 7 PM Eastern time. Uh, really, really fun show. We can't even say the guest who the guest is yet because we're, uh, I don't know. The guests are. <laughs> yes. But just uh, trust, just believe, believe us. us. Uh, it's going to be very, very, very cool. good. Uh, so make sure to tune in uh, that week, but we'll be back next week with another, uh, another podcast and, uh, and obviously prime show on Wednesday. Uh, but thank you again for, for tuning in uh, everybody. We appreciate it. All right. So with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the cool again!